0: And there's these thick, mud-like shit mitts on, on both my hands.
1: Hey, I'm Mike Hippel, and welcome to Live Through That, the companion podcast to my book of the same name. The book is a collection of portraits and in-depth interviews with some of my favorite 90s musicians. On this podcast, we'll use each episode to delve deeper into a single pivotal moment in the life of one of the artists from the book, as well as hear some of the things that they are currently obsessed with. Today, we're talking to Rob Zabrecki. Nowadays, he's well known for his skills as a magician and actor, but in the 90s, he was the front man for Possum Dixon, who scored a couple of alternative radio hits with Watch the Girl Destroy Me and "Emergency's About to End before calling it quits at the end of the 90s. For his pivotal moment, we go way back to before he was a rock star. Kids, don't try this at
0: home. I grew up in Southern California. Uh, I was born in 1968, and uh, by about third grade, I started getting a really bad case of warts. One showed up on my thumb, then a couple more, and I had about five, then seven. Then it was time to go to the doctor. So my mother took me over to the uh, family doctor a few blocks away. We got them burned off. And he prescribed this gooey... Uh, wart remover uh, liquid called compound w in case they should come back this would burn them away for sure and they they'd never come back well they did come back and after another 10 appeared on my hands we went back again and they burned them off and i kept using this compound w and before i knew it these warts were sort of ruining my little kid life um i was already a little bit of an awkward kid, out of step with other kids who were sort of more athletic. I was more artistic, I guess you could probably say. And so these warts made me very self-conscious, and I would keep my hands in my pockets. Uh, unbeknownst to me, when you've got a bad case of warts and you keep your hands together in clammy s- places, they spread. So you know, I, I, again, also unbeknownst to me, I've got this virus that's that's making that's causing these warts. But all I know is that they keep coming back and they're making my life really uncomfortable or starting to notice. And they say awful things like, you know, what'd you do? Kiss a frog. What'd you do? Fuck a frog. What'd you do? What's wrong with you? You know, basically treating me like a, a, an alien and keeping me just a little further out of step with, with the rest of my you know, third grade class. So these warts keep coming back and they keep coming back and I think this is my life. I'm just going to be the guy with the warts. You know, I've got 48 warts on my hands at this point. And that's how it was. I just kept in my pockets. I was, I was maybe more shy, more introverted and I hated my warts. Well, in 1980, my family uh, takes our first trip on a plane and we go uh, to the United Kingdom where my, it's my mother's, uh, uh, Home country in, in Scotland and while we're there some really amazing things happened it was it was uh it was a great summer in 1980 because uh I discovered uh among other things um punk music there were these hoodlum kids running around through the streets of this small town uh east of Glasgow in, in a small town called Patna a little a little farm town and uh and they were singing songs by you know the Sex Pistols and the Clash and they looked, you know, they had the ripped up jean jackets and buttons and safety pins and were, were truly, you know, in their spirit, punk. They were out of line with, you know, kind of out of the, the realm of what was going on, at least culturally in Scotland, for sure. Um, but I was fascinated by these kids and and they kind of took me in as, as one of their own. Um, me being this kind of odd kid from the United States and being over there for the summer, we kind of hit it off and was running around with them. And um Enjoying the summer, uh, just fine. Everything was kind of okay. And then one afternoon, I'm over visiting my, my mother's great aunt, and she sees my warts. And she says, oh, you've got a terrible case of those warts. Well, I, I know how to cure those warts. And I'm like, okay, what, what, how? <laughs> uh, and she says, all, all you need to do is go down to the River Dune see a, a bunch of cows about a dozen cows and uh wait for one of them to relieve themselves and dip your hands deep in the cow dung let them soak for a few minutes Let set for 20-30 minutes and, and rinse the cow dung away you got to do this every night every day for a fortnight and those warts will vanish well the way she says it is so matter of fact i i think she's putting me on and after she takes a long hit off of her Cigarette, I say, what what's a fortnight? She says, it's two weeks, my love. It's two weeks.
2: I was thinking it was a bunch of nonsense. I mean, I'm very truthful. If you if you know anything about me, if I think it, I kinda say it. I thought this is just nonsense. It's an old wife's tale.
1: That's Rob's Aunt Patricia, otherwise known as Auntie Pat. She was with Rob and his family on their vacation that summer.
2: He was Robbie was ready to try anything. He had had the warts burned off and they multiplied. And he would walk, as a kid, he'd walk around with his hands in his pockets. He was so ashamed of his hands. So uh, he was ready to try it and he did it faithfully. Every morning he'd walk down, we called it the old brig. He'd walk across the old brig and he'd go into the field and he'd wait for that fresh, hot, steaming cow pie and stick his hands in it and then is, you know, by the time he would have walked back to Auntie Nan's, it would have dried in and then he just ch- washed and chipped it off.
0: So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm rubbing my bumpy fingers against one another. And this crazy idea of dipping my hands in cow poop for you know, 14 days in a row just sinks in. Then the words just pop out of my mouth, which way to River Dune? How do I get there? So she draws a little map on a paper napkin leading down to this bridge over this river. And I'm off. That was it. I just couldn't wait to get down to this bridge and and find this little river and a 10-minute walk. And there it is. It's quiet. It's still. It's a bunch of cows. Me. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm 12 years old. And uh, I look around, and one of them kind of squares off with me looks at me and that takes the biggest shit you've ever seen literally like turning on a a, a hose i don't you ever seen a you know scottish cow take a dump it's quite a sight it it goes and it stops and it and it is like the, it is like hot liquid pouring out it's just high pressure and it creates this big mound of you know cow dung i'm like well i guess this is it you know and um I approached the mound of cow dung and I think to myself, like, I, this is kind of probably the weirdest, craziest, stupidest thing I've ever done. And I just plunged my hands in this stuff and um, it's hot. You know, it's, it's ex- actually very hot. And I let them kind of soak around in there. And I'm just holding back the the vomit from, you know, I'm like dry heat. I'm, I'm just like wanted puke in this stuff it's so disgusting and gross I've never done anything like this before I hold him for as long as I can I pull him out and there's these thick mud-like shit mitts on, on both my hands and I'm like okay I did it I did it so I pull my hands out of this hot cow dung and I can feel the weight of these thick shit mitts on my hands I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm I did it. I can't believe I did it. I didn't puke. I'm I'm walking straight back to my aunt and uncle's house. We were staying. I rinsed off through the cow dung. And I waited for my warts to go away, thinking that they were instantly going to vanish. I, remembering that it was going to take two weeks. Like I've got you know 13 more days of this. And uh, next day, same time afternoon, I walked down to the the River Dune, I dip my hands in the cow dung. Uh, You know, again, wait for the cow to shit, put put, put, put the hands in. And this is my routine. Um, About four or five days in, people start noticing that this little kid from America is walking through their town with, you know, cow dung on his, on his, on his hands. And uh, the word got out. People started kind of peeking through their windows. There's that weird little kid, you know, it was, it was, it was this, I was this sort of anomaly, uh, you know, visitor in their town who has kind of doing this very strange ritual. So, it got easier and easier you know that was it i i last day came i went down there i you know did the did the dip walk through on the last day that i'm walking back and there's this wind is is rolling through the little town of patna and as my hands are up in the air this, this gust of winds just sort of knocks a piece of the cow dung off of my hands and into my eye which burned like acid and it was, of course, acidic. We're like, it's a grass, right? So this, uh, this thing's burning my eye. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna go blind. On top of what am I doing? I'm a, like most idiotic twelve-year-old known to man. Rinse it off. I say goodbye to my my friends. These these kids, were, uh, these punk kids who called themselves the Patina Punk Army, the PPA. Say goodbye to them. Kind of excited about this new music that they're listening to because. At 12, I was a pretty avid music fan, but I kind of come back with, like, well, I just dipped my hands in the cow poop, and I discovered this new music. Wow, this is definitely, like, some new chapter stuff, you know? Well, then guess what happens? Those warts started retracting into my hands, and relatively quickly, uh, they vanished. Every single one of them just went away. Uh, Of course, my mother reported the news back to my aunt in Patna, And uh, a few weeks later, I got my first piece of mail addressed to me and um, actually have it in front of me. I'm going to I'm going to read it to you because um, this is an article that appeared in the Air Advertiser, 1980, September 12th. And the the name of the article is called Robbie Strange Cure.
2: We were in like a little tidy mining village, a coal mining village. But the the bigger town was probably only about. 15, 15 miles away and they sent a reporter, they did a whole thing the air advertiser uh, American boy comes to Patna for miracle work cure. <laughs> I mean they did a whole great big thing in the newspaper it was a big deal, it really was a big deal
0: and here's what it, here's what it says uh, young American holiday maker Robbie Zabrecki got an unexpected bonus when he spent a fortnight with his aunt and uncle Jim uh, Jim and Patricia Cran in Patna. Robbie, 12, who was in Scotland with his parents, brother and sister, and cousin, arrived with 47 warts on his hands. The family had spent $800 the previous year having them removed, but the cure was only temporary. While in Patna, Robbie heard that cow manure helped create the ugly and uncomfortable warts to go away. So every morning for a fortnight, Robbie paid a special visit to Field Bridge at uh to a field at Newbridge in patna some folk felt he was daft but robbie had the last laugh when he left for america the warts were dead and his hands were almost smooth again so this was a life-changing moment for little robbie zabrecki from burbank warts being gone from my hands led me to feeling like a confident you know 13 12 13 year old that's like coming into becoming you know coming of age kid I um, had a growth spurt. I started getting the attention of, of cute valley girls <laughs> uh, from the seventh grade. Um, these girls were handing me notes and packs of gum. Hey, come to this party. Meet us over here. Um, meanwhile, I discovered this great radio show in that came out of LA called Rodney on the Rock, which was Rodney Bingenheimer, of course, the great American DJ who was playing cutting-edge music of, at the time, stuff I'd heard. Over there with uh, with my friends from Patna like Sex Pistols and The Clash, but also bands like X and Black Flag and The Go Go's and all kinds of new music and everything in my life changed. And so much of that is attributed to that brave moment that I took when I was like, "I'm going to do this," because I was desperate and I uh, I had a burning desire to kind of change who I was. And I think that that. That accomplished that.
1: Rob tells this tale and many others in his 2019 book, Strange Cures, which might be one of the best music memoirs I've read in a long time. Highly recommended. And speaking of recommendations, we couldn't let our guests go without getting a few of their favorite things for you to check out. Here are some of Rob's current obsessions.
0: Probably one of the greatest things about the, the pandemic, and I hate saying anything great came out of it because it's it's such a weird, strange time. But there is a radio show on WFMU. Called Ira the K. Uh, It's an excellent mix of music. It ranges from like rare punk to Ethiopian jazz to experimental uh, with a very provocative uh, DJ, which is great banter by Ira Kaplan of the band Yola Tango. Uh, The show airs Tuesday nights, 9 to midnight EST, and can be found online at wfmu.org show is also archived so um man there's every every so so every tuesday night my wife and i cook some kind of food um usually from a different country and uh and, and listen to irish show and just are almost like you're almost like a student of this this man's like you know musical knowledge is he's such And sort of, I hate to say an expert in the in the field of music, but he just is. And uh, because the shows are archived, you can take deeper dives on on you know a lot of the artists or the the music. Um, And some of it can be found later on like Spotify. Some of it is super rare and you can't find it because it's just uh, you know here's some weird, rare audio recording of the Angry Samoans. Boom, as one song, and like you're never probably never going to hear it again, um, which is great. So um i love that and I, I really love his show so that's uh that's one thing that that i i definitely one sort of suggestion um another thing that i thought was really great was the the sparks brothers documentary that came out this year um the film is about you know ron and russell mayo members of the pop duo sparks and uh Man, I've been a fan of that band since I was 13. Like Literally, like, my warts fell off, and you know, discovering music, Rodney was playing Sparks. In fact, I, I saw them on their um, Angst in My Pants tour about 40 years ago, um, 1982, with, uh, with the Gun Club as the opening act at the Santa Monica Civic, and I've been a fan ever since. And the third is an instructional art book, and it's called Grapefruit. Uh, written by the great artist Yoko Ono. It was written in 1964. And it's easily one of my favorite uh, pieces of her work. And I look at it often. Um, anything about the book is it, it offers brief but far out ideas like, listen to the earth turning and things like that. They're short instructional pieces. And they're they're just great and they're inspiring. And they're kind of steeped in, in love and in positivity. So without sounding like a total, you know, hippie, it, it's like, it's artful. It's like a, got a flexus vibe. It's abstract. It's strange, and it it kind of has just been an inspiration for for a long time for me as well. So, those are my three recommendations. Um, I hope if you don't know about them, you can you can. They're all right there.
1: Be sure to also check out my book, Live Through That, available everywhere on October 19th to find out more about what Rob and 42 other 90s musicians are up to these days. Head to my website at www.hipphoto.com. That's hipphot o.com for a list of retailers or just purchase wherever you buy your books. And if you like this show, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a review and tell your friends. We'll have new episodes out every Tuesday this fall. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.